With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, right, slogging it. Game week two with the cricket draft of the Cricket World Cup. Those of you that can see this, I'll see that Eugene has picked out, found every bit of Irish memorabilia can find and put it behind him, such as the level of Eugene's shanter. Lovely to have you with us. If you are new, welcome. Please tell everybody, keep sharing the word about the podcast. Cricket podcast by cricketers for cricketers, such as slugging it and the work we do. Press support the Lost Taverners, as always, more on those later. But these are short episodes, aren't they? So let's go straight into it. We'll start with the obvious England, Ireland. Who wants to go first? Robbo. I can keep it really short if you want. Shite is right. a pretty good summary of it. Uh, old shit in the first 12 overs. Bad shit, full stop. Ireland outplayed us. Okay, Eugene. Fundamentally. Yeah, I mean, there's two things that are guaranteed. And first of all, if you are watching, you can see all the green. I went to every friend's house and collected every piece of green <laughs> island kit. Just because last week, Jono said that it is, something was wrong with his eyes. So I just had to get that in there, that he who laughs, laughs, laughs loudest. But there's two things that are guaranteed at Cricket World Cups. Rain will ruin South Africa and Ireland will beat England. Or a minnow, as you said last week. The reason, let's just clarify on why there was something wrong with my eyes on Monday. I was absolutely fucking saucy. So apologies for anybody. Were you? Right. I didn't, we didn't I, We didn't get that feeling at all, John. Any, anybody who's actually listened to Monday's episode, I listened to it back, as I always do, just to check it and what have you, and uh, I was quite frankly embarrassed about myself. It was basically less a 30-minute slogan episode and 29 and a half minutes of a John I monologue with occasional input from Simon and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much how it yeah, was. Sorry, sorry about that. Okay, I... Slightly different. Yes, we didn't bowl very well. I think we bowled the wrong length. I want to go more into individuals. I think Sam Curran has, has outperformed what most of us would have expected from him. I don't think he, he may not have been in the side. I think it was him or Woach would have not been in the side had Topley have been fit and available. But Stokes, I mean... Unpopular opinion, Eugene might be right, I'm just saying. Yeah, I, yeah, I disagree. I, he's bowled well, but he may come up against the Aussies tomorrow and belt 80 off 30. We don't know. He, he, 
as I said a few weeks ago, we pick it. I think we pick sometimes players on what we know they can do, not what their current form looks like. I think that's a bit of a problem, and it's difficult to not pick him with him having retired from one day and then with him in the England Test captain. The one thing that I did want to say about the pitch, they bowled very well, and I know people are already attacking a doubt Air did. Now, I thought he played pretty well. I think he's our top scorer in both games. No, I mean, bear in mind, we have only scored 200 runs. Yes, but hear me out. So, I, was, I watched it quite closely. The ball was standing up like he got hit in the shoulder, he got hit in the bicep and whatever. I actually don't think it was a brilliantly easy pitch to bat on. I just think they got such the, the score that they did because we bowled so badly. So I don't think we could have really attack the, you know, someone who's actually gone out and really tried to graft an innings and try and bat through and let others bat around him. Like no one came in and just whopped it. Like Ali played, Ali probably played the best and hit a couple back down the ground. But trying to hit square of the wicket, anything that was that kind of even length or slightly back of a length just stood up. And I think it was quite difficult to judge the pace of the pitch. But given that there was rain, given that there was rain, I think he was the right batsman to go in. I think you should have sent Livingston in much earlier. I don't think you needed to build an innings. You needed to get ahead of the run rate before the rain came. Well, Everybody knew the rain was coming. That That is the other problem. Why did we not think about D- DLS? They knew that rain was around. It's spring in Australia. It's spring in Melbourne like anything. They talk about four seasons in a day. They say it's most like UK, whether you can get anywhere outside the UK, don't. Pretty poor planning. I thought Butler's shot was awful. That Josh Little it has been proven to be a good bowler. He had an IPL net bowling contract. I heard one of the best comments from one of my, one of my obviously one of the Twickenham lads, and he said, can anybody go and find some English heritage on, on Little, please? Because he needs yeah. to be playing for England. Yeah, he's decent. He's a decent bowler. I disagree with what that uh, Everyone says, talks about the England one day stuff and they talk about going out with intent and what we didn't do in that game one guy went out with any intent or two guys went out with any intent Josh Butler snagged off second ball yeah so what that happened it happens the other guy was mowing out no one else out now there any intent we've talked about this England side and how they're going to play in the test match tires and baseball and all this cock and ball that everyone's been coming out with and we bought into it but that side went out and didn't play with any intent. David Milan has gone out in both games and not played with any intent. Well, now, that rolling. for me, no, no, he's not. His role is not to play with no intent. His role is to rotate the strike. His role and is to knock and nerdle it around and score at a run of Strike rate of 71 over the two games, by the way. Strike rate of 71. His role is not to go at a strike rate of 71 and then get out when the team needs him to go on. That is I'd... just exaggerating why people don't want him in the team. Would you rather... People talk about the guys in the team. People like, oh, hey, Ravi Bopara was on comms and he went, it doesn't matter if England lose early wickets. It does matter if one of them wickets isn't David Milan. Because if we're one down and David Milan's in, then we've got a chance because the other guy can keep going. If we're three, four down and David Milan's in, we are stuffed you because he it. then goes more and more into his shell. And I like the guy. I play cricket with the guy. He's a sound guy. But he is not the right guy to be in that side with how it's played one-day cricket now. Two years ago, when we first had the discussions, yes, he was. Now, when you've got Brooke, Stokes has been out of form, admittedly. James Vince, not even in the squad. You've got all these guys that are playing back home and can't get in the, get in the England lines. Duck it. All these guys that went to Pakistan. And you've got a bloke who's gone out on pitches that are supposed to suit him because he grew up abroad and has scored... In the first game at a strike rate of 60, and in this game at a strike rate of, 50, of 72. I'm sorry, 
I think you blame you can't, you can't blame David for other blokes not doing their job and getting out. Not blaming David, but saying David's a dining light and that's how we should play is complete bollocks. That's well, not well, how we should well, play. Also, saying... Other guys have got to play better, but what we have shown, the reason we got to number one in the world is because of our intent and how we play the game. The reason why Owen Morgan changed the way England's fortunes were, everyone said he was a forefront of it, bollocks. Australia and New Zealand did it in that 2015 World Cup and we followed on. We were late. But the reason we got it is because we became the best at it. We had Jason Roy going at it, Johnny Bairstow going at it, Josh Butler going at it, Alex Hales going at it. You pick, you pick your players. And in that mm. team, David Milan had a role. Because, but now, what's his role? If no one else is going to go after it, you can't have Josh Butler nicked off. Fine, that can happen. Halesy didn't go at it in the same way he did. And I'm not saying it's because it, it, there's multiple reasons. Ben Stokes, massively out of form. Harry Brooks looked good. Moeen Ali's looked good. Are we saying that England are not going to make the group stage? They've, Look, I know well, we're going to focus. Not, I know we're going to talk about other sides because tomorrow's game is huge, right? Yeah, because, well, not because it's going to piss down tomorrow and England, Australia is going to be rained off. So, Where'd you get that info from, Robo? Two guys that are out in Melbourne at the minute. And they've just gone to bed and sent photos with torrents running across the road. <laughs> oh, anybody that's picked England in their side for tomorrow, hopefully I can get to edit this in time. But <laughs> there is an inside tip coming from Sloggynet. <laughs> England are out this World Cup, as I think Australia are, and we'll find out tomorrow. But it's on the basis that they've not played positive cricket. That's it. Yep. The, the guys that have played positive cricket and haven't given themselves a divine right to beat other teams like New Zealand have and like the other sides have. South Africa. South Africa. I mean, at least played positive cricket. They got unlucky with the weather and then they've hummed whoever it is today. Bangladesh. Played positive cricket. So you can people can sit and bemoan the weather and bemoan us at all the stuff all we like. It's a game of positive cricket. If you choose to go into it and not play positive cricket, look at Pakistan. Pakistan have gone into the shells, dobbing it around, not doing anything, and they've got absolute well beaten twice by one run by two sides that you wouldn't have said have a snip okay i disagree quite hard but i look these are short episodes so we haven't got time to and we you know what the good thing is we can do longer episodes towards the end of the world cup and we can then review that in more yeah, detail as yeah, to why like, why england exited early if they exit early <laughs> who are the favorites do you think now who are the favorites to win it india I great shot i think india if South Africa drop Bavuma, I think South Africa have got a shot, right? But can you drop your captain? I have to tell you a little story. Somebody sent me an info infographic today of his last five scores, and it was something like 00328. And my response was, that was my gas meter reading this morning. <laughs> what, it's not a zero, zero? You're Brand not new meter. You're not to, yeah, Brand you, new meter. I was going to say, you... But if Brit anyone from British Gas is listening, then Eugene's address <laughs> is, and I would have an inspection for a bypass. No, yeah, I only got put in two hours before the meter reading was taken, I expect. Yeah. Maybe that leads us on, I'd say quite nicely, can you drop your captain? Yes, Australia have got zero chance with Aaron finishing the side. I mentioned, I texted you guys in the group about this yesterday. He cannot, literally anything above 75 clicks is too quick for him. His eyes are gone. Like we talked in the winter when we were talking about West Indies after Jimmy and Brody got dropped, is it, we, there was a conversation around, is it right that they then have a home summer as a bit of a, thanks very much, hurrah. Australia are treating this as Aaron Finch's like long loving goodbye. Sorry, you, can't, you cannot defend a trophy or even try and defend a trophy in that 
in that way. Like mm. at the minute, he's just not good enough. I'm sorry. Like it was embarrassing watching him. Like knowing how good he has been, I watched him at Surrey at the Oval for years when he was overseas, and he absolutely gunned it everywhere. But he, I'm sorry, he's out of his depth for me. Well, you, you say that now. Now this is something that that I've got an opinion on, and I don't know if you guys are going to back me up on this. So I think that this is an evenly matched. World Cup between bat and ball. And what I mean by that is the pitches are not the usual flat roads where batsmen could just swing their arm. The ball's doing stuff. It's swinging. It's nipping off the seam. And I was watching that game that you're specifically talking about. And Stoinis got really lucky because I think his first two runs or first two balls he got, one was an inside edge, one was an outside edge. And then they started bowling short to him and he happened to nail a few out the middle. And they ended up winning. But Finch's ones, I was watching, that ball was moving so much. It would be interesting to see if they used to have that graphic of if the ball continued straight, it would have hit the middle of his back, but it kept hitting the edge. Look, I'm not defending Finch in any way or any Australian. My point is, I think that the bowlers now have a fighting chance. And that showed today in the Zim versus Pakistan game. Yeah, yeah. Just, a, just a thought, just a thought around no, I, bowlers actually have an opinion on this World Cup instead of just batsmen. I agree. It's very similar to that 2019 World Cup over here. It's very to the 50 over World Cup where it was, can you grind out a score? Can you get to a point? And then can you do that? But I think it still shows that you've got to have an intent behind it. It's not, it, it, yeah, it, like you say, it's fair. And if you look at, if you've got a bowler that bowls at 81 mile an hour and pitches it up and swings it, they've been getting wickets. If you've got guys that bowl rockets and bang it in, or if you just want to hit back of a lane, like you say, it does stand up and people can stand and sit. You look at why England beat uh, India, Ireland, sorry, beat England, and it's because their balls ran in, pitched the mm, ball true. up, yeah. swung it, the, and managed to hold on the pitch. Well, I think, look, there's a couple of arguments, isn't there? And there's a couple of things that I've seen in different groups and whatever. And um, the playing it, people talk about Australia and Australian pitches. They're playing it in spring in Australia. So it's not like, not pitches like we see in the Ashes, where everything's rock hard and tramming right. through. Like, certainly in Melbourne, for example, or Hobart, where the weather's a bit more inclement, like mm. the wickets are going to do more. Also, yeah. let's not forget, as with any ICC tournament, the groundsmen don't have any say over what how the pitches are prepared. They still prepare the pitches, but the way in which the pitches are prepared is determined by the ICC. So they're and not going to that. Like go back to the point that Robbo just made about the 2019 World Cup. That final at Lords was played on an absolute, you know, snake pit green seamer doing all sorts because that wasn't, you know, England wouldn't have wanted that. Of course, they wouldn't actually largely played into New Zealand's hands because of the way you know, and Bolton, whatever you, but that's not Morgan and England had no say on how that pitch was prepared. Yeah. I think Ireland bowlers did really well. I thought they, that ball that Stokes got was a decent seed, but Stokes in form doesn't miss it. And straight, he missed it. That's the yeah. way I saw it. <laughs> it swung back, Sorry, he... it swung back, nipped back, didn't it? Look, it's a decent, it's yeah. a decent nut. Yeah. It gets any one of us out if we're left-handed or probably right-handed to be fair. Hit me on the pad. I know. <laughs> yeah. My knee roll's doing more work. It's <laughs> Yeah, look, it's uh, England just not good enough to this point. They can possibly turn it around. They need a big win against Australia tomorrow. As Eugene rightly says, one one of those sides is done, pretty much. Do you know who is doing worse than England right now? Pakistan. Us in the Fantasy League. Me? We are... No, us in the fantasy league. We are oh, the yeah. worst. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so not only have I had to put up with my Irish wife going at me about Ireland being England, I've also had my Irish wife going at me about the fact that she's hammering all three of us in the in the fantasy league, which is something. Lisa, well done. I just have to give her a shout out here. She came 12th in game week or game period two. Very well done. We were not in anywhere near the top 50. 
Wow. Okay. Crikey. Bobo's just basically shown us the uh, the forecast for tomorrow. It does not look good. I'm probably not even going to try and get up for it based on what I've just seen. So yeah, look, the petition might therefore be done for both England and Australia. We'll, we'll have to see. Uh, other games may get called off because it is spring in Australia and the weather's not going to be cracking flags at 40 degrees every day all over the country. What else have we got to cover off? Ali Rousseau, 100. First 100 of the World Cup. Huge cocker hoop, no doubt. Massive win against... Absolutely. How he wasn't playing for South Africa because of all the politics in years gone by is beside me. Yeah, look, uh, can we just pick our best 11 and play cricket like every other country? Yes, I know that there's been issues in the country for, for many years, but personally, it would be great just to see our best 11 out there or best 15 going forward. We've lost... I was thinking about maybe in a later episode of making a South African 11 of people that do not live in South Africa anymore. I'll be honest, I was struggling, but it would be good to try and do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You're basically talking about half half the England and half the New Zealand squad, basically. (laughs) There you go. You've got two squads there. Curran. Roy's not there, but yeah, you get where I was going with that. We'll do that at another stage. But yeah. The other thing that I've talking about choking and this, obviously South Africa had a a brilliant result today and this isn't aimed at South Africa at all. What's happened to all the big guns? Like Shaheen Sharafridi, nowhere to be seen. Garbage went for 14 in the first over today against Zimbabwe. He got absolutely clattered everywhere. Babar, useless. Rizwan, useless. All three are in my side. Cheers, guys. Shit house. <laughs> Who else have I had? Um, Warner. Warner. I dropped him for the second game, but he's done nothing. Butler. Um, Butler. Like, Can I just say one thing? You guys gave me gears last week in the last Stoinis. episode for picking Stoinis. Yeah. What an absolute innings. Yeah. Well, unbelievable. Yeah. To go, well, after the first five balls had all gone for four off the outside off or inside, yeah, he, hit a few in he the then smoked the crap out of it. I'll give him that. It was swinging like a rusty gate, Nick four. Swinging like a rusty gate, Nick four. Oh, yeah, I've nicked another one for four. <laughs> I tried to block this one, nicked it for four. And then they bowled on halfway down. He hit that to the moon and then was like, right, now I'm in. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't. Stark, been rubbish. Uh, Pandya today, I obviously didn't bat. The Indians batted brilliantly today. Sharma should have got about 10. Tim Pringle dropped him at mid-on. Easy catch should have been taken. I think he got put down on 26 as well. Got went on to get 50-odd. Pandya bowled one over today. Just didn't look interested. He didn't save me three or four wickets to get me. <laughs> I'm screaming. You know what I love about this? We've all got, I don't care about who's winning or losing. We need our players to do well. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was, I, genuinely, I was watching Sharma again. Please just score runs. And same with Baba today. I was. Like, I need oh. to have a real look at my side, though, because obviously with us, England against Australia, that could go either way. And actually this week, this game week's a lot more difficult because the, a lot of the big sides are playing each other. So I thought this game week two was going to be easier because a lot of big sides were playing minnows. Now, the results that have happened probably weren't what you'd have expected in a lot of cases. But yeah, so it's, it's been difficult, but it, it does, it creates intrigue. It's good. It's interesting. It keeps you involved. Like, I'm actually finding myself thinking about it quite a lot. Starts with starts with an absolute belter in Australia and England and finishes with an absolute belter in India, South Africa. I tell you what, I'll be watching both of those games. Obviously, if it doesn't rain early doors tomorrow morning, but I'll definitely be watching the India, South Africa game because I think that one there, that will be that will determine the World Cup winners, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it could do. I think he struggled to look past, too far past India at the moment. Bhuvanesh well, Kumar bowled uh, two overs. Non one for none this morning. Yeah, yeah. This two maidens. Yeah, two <laughs> maidens. What the hell? Cheers. That left hander sing from Holland, who we we saw a little bit in the one day series and in the summer when England went out there, just looked like he they just pulled him off the street and said, "Yeah, I'll put those on and 
take that out and try another go. Like, he looked absolutely useless. Yeah, Asaranga's another one for Sri Lanka. I picked him. I was going to pick him originally, then didn't for some reason. But, I mean, went for 50 and four overs. He's really struggled. Rashid Khan's done okay. I'm really... There's been a lot of guys done very well who are guys that you would see as the second string players in the World Cup so far. I think that before we started, I was talking about out and out pace. I actually don't think that's really worked. I think more kind of medium fast lads have managed to get a bit more out of the wicket, apart from Chris Wokes, who hasn't had a great return yet. I think the batters have found it difficult. There's a lot of very good players who've walked away from the first two games with some pretty average scores. Yes, there have been some big scores and what have you. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, massive. When do we... Ne- what changes are you making to your side? I don't, to be honest, man, I don't know. I haven't had a chance to have a look at it, but I, I think that it's difficult, isn't it? Because when you only make two, you can only make release two without then costing yourself points. I obviously cost myself mm. points in week one. Robbo cost himself 100. We haven't got that many points to play with. <laughs> all of a sudden we're in negative yeah we, yeah yeah so and then we really are fighting for wooden spoon but yeah it'll be interesting i think we'll take you tonight once i've once i've actually put it in my side but yeah it, it's going to be interesting to see how we go for this week and see if we can start to claw our way up that leaderboard a little bit we do have aside from cricket we do have a very big thank you to say to someone don't we johnny do yeah yeah, so a listener called Jonathan got in touch with me and showed an interest in coming to the Tabs Christmas lunch. Obviously, the three of us will be going to along some side some competition winners. And uh, yeah, so I told him the price for the four tickets. Uh, he said, right, I'm in. I sent him the link. And then he just, you know, the, the price was the price. And then he overpaid on behalf of the charity, which was phenomenal. So Jonathan, we're really, really excited to welcome you and your three guests to the Christmas lunch. For anybody else that's interested, get in touch either on Instagram, uh, info at slogginit.co.uk, Facebook. Twitter, whatever. Just get in touch with us. We can send you the details. It promises to be a brilliant day. Martin Bayfield's hosting it, who we've watched before, and he's a brilliantly funny man. Ex-England Rugby International. Johnny Bairstow's the keynote speaker. Tables will be England, England could do with him at the World Cup, I'm just saying. To be fair, if, if they keep going the way they are, they might be if you're the England lads there, no <laughs> <laughs> Very good point. Take on a more sombre dinner. <laughs> Is it black tie? It blinking needs to be. Yeah, it's gonna be like it's gonna be a great day. Obviously, Johnny and Martin there, loads of other famous faces. A table, uh, hopefully tables. If more people want to get involved, we'll be about in the mix. We'll get to meet some really cool people and we can introduce some really cool people from the terms, uh, ex-internationals and heroes and what have you. So uh yeah, please do get in touch. Um one more final thing, Huge and I are going to a Tabs event on Monday. We're playing in a Tabs golf day down in Kent. We've been invited, so we've got a four ball down there. Simon can't make it, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to do some recording. We're going to talk to people like Mike Gatting, Chris Cowdery, Gordon Kennedy, who's the actor who we've interviewed on the pod before. CEO Mark, we might have a quick chat with, and uh, with Tim Lucas. Do we have to? We had enough of Mark. We just give him so much airtime all the oh, time, yeah. you know. But he's a nice guy. I get that, but I think he's had his he's had his time in the light. Well, right? that, I mean, that email he said is, "Oh, lads, please stop being so nice about me." <laughs> <laughs> all right, deal done, Mark. Deal done. That's it. You get nada, no more. But yeah, so Eugene and I will film ourselves on the golf course since we're both playing. Hopefully, we get to see each other play some dreadful shots, mm-hmm. and they will create a bit of the video from Monday. So there is we we've got a just giving page that we've launched. If you have any donations you want to make to the tabs, www.justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash slogging hyphen it. 
that way, rather than us trying to do fundraising and asking people to send money to us, for us to then transfer it to the charity, and rather than doing the text number, we've now set this up so any uh, donations can go straight to the tabs. It's much easier. It's much cleaner. Uh, there's a lot of different challenges that we're going to be doing. Uh, a lot of really exciting. Have you started one already, Jono? Well, right. So <laughs> it's to be looking out. So. You see, I got back. I, I've been in Spain for six weeks on holiday, right? I got back, tried to have a shave this morning, and as I was getting to about like here, you know, when you just know it's starting to fail. So I was like, shit, my mum and dad are coming over. I'm going to have to do something. So I just thought, fuck it, this will make them laugh. So I, I've done this. Lisa categorically hates it. My mum categorically hates it. I said I look like Borat. Um, Simon, can you please describe for our listeners that are not viewing this what Jono looks like? He's got a Swedish porn tash. <laughs> Come to fix your fridge. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's how speed talk, to be honest. Uh, but I presume that Eugene will be doing some kind of video from this that will be going on social media so people can see it. I have decided, though, is it's through that Just Giving link. Every week that we raise £50, I'll keep it. Lisa <laughs> <laughs> will be rinching the money out I'm of loving the account. This. Yeah. So I, I, I haven't told. I am to be told. fair, Lisa. If you are listening and you want to donate a hundred pounds a week, Jono will shave it off. <laughs> hates it. She just hates it. So I'm only getting and I think Jono, just for the terms and conditions, if five people donate ten pounds, that fifty pound is okay. So it's any yeah, way we can get fifty yeah. pounds into there. Yeah, fifty pounds. Five pounds times ten. Twenty. As long as we get to fifty quid, lads. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> the caveat. Five times twenty is a hundred pounds. The caveat is that the first fifty pounds needs to be raised by. Sunday evening, because if we haven't, then this is going before we go to the golf day on Monday. Eugene's now transferring £50. <laughs> I most definitely am. <laughs> so Sunday is the 30th of October for yeah, those so listening right now. at 7pm. If there's £50 in there by then, I'll keep it for another week. If not, then it's gone. And that will continue then rolling on a per week basis. But it's a good way of making some money for the charity. Look, November's coming up. Maybe I'm just getting a bit of a head start. I say a bit of a head start. It's actually taking over my face. Yeah. Well, look, we have some, some shock results. Can't wait for the decent, apparent decent players in world cricket to actually turn up and score me some points. But yeah, end of game week three will be, what, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So Sunday, we'll look to record Sunday evening, I would imagine, if that works Correct, to everybody. Yeah. By which point we will know whether I can shave this little monstrosity off or not. So that's a good way to, to find that out. And then, uh, yeah, we shall, we shall speak to you then. Thanks for tuning in. Keep telling people, keep passing the pod, as Peter Crouch and his podcast mobs say. And yeah, we'll catch you again soon. Cheers, guys. See See you later, guys. Bye. Love you. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.